So this one time, in Baldur's Gate, I fucked a bear. Dungeon. Hey kids, I'm Saverin. I'm Fuzzwolf. And I'm Shiva. Have you actually gotten to the bear part? No, actually, I have not. I've met, I've rescued the bear. I Mm. have committed goblin genocide, but I have not (laughs) fucked the bear yet. Ajax is like so pissed because he was up to like 5 a.m. last night playing Baldur's Gate, like trying to get to to the bear fucking Dude, you can't get to the bear. I'm 16 hours in and I just rescued the bear. Like, he's not going to get to the I, bear I don't know what his total hours played are at this point. I just Clearly don't. None he of stayed that. up way too late playing. Now, I've done the same thing, too. My 16 hours of playtime is on, like, three sessions. Yeah. So, I'm, you know, I'm there. But a couple of them were just, like, absolute clusterfucks and reloading because, oops, I didn't mean to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, the bear kissing season is upon us. The you, the Twitter account Can You Fuck the Bear is uh, up and answering questions. Is it really? Oh, someone made a joke account. Oh, that's you great. You can fuck the bear in Baldur's Gate three. You cannot fuck the bear in Red Dead Redemption two. <laughs> um, you can fuck the bear in VR chat if you get creative. You can probably fuck a bear in Second Life if you get the right pose balls. But you can do that to Thomas the Tank Engine too if you want. <laughs> So, you know, creativity reigns supreme. Right. Um, All I can say is plain furries. But yes, it's Baldur's Gate 3 season here, lads, because Saro bought it, Ajax bought it, I got it, and Mm -hmm. I have been having an absolute fucking blast with it. Mm -hmm. Though, man, if you just let the game ride and you don't occasionally go, no, I need to save scum that, you will have yourself a horrible time, just like in a D&D game. The, the game opens up very epically with the reminder that, hey, uh, Spelljammer exists, and there's space, there's literal space aliens, and the Illithids, the Mind Flayers, are also technically aliens. Are and they? you're Yeah. Oh. Well, they're extraplanar entities, and they travel between the worlds, so yeah, technically. They're from the Upside Down. They're, they're from not... Not here. Not the Forgotten Realms areas. So you you wake up basically on a starship and you've got an alien parasite put in your brain and wake up and try to escape. You know, you get a few dudes and you eventually crash land back on Toril, the the planet that Ebi or Toril, if you want to get really fucking pedantic, D&D nerds, the planet that the Forgotten Realm is set on. But in the intervening time, you like you're in space, then you go fight in like an icy cavern and you get the ship teleports again and goes to like literally hell then it teleports again, and you're brought back. Was Lawrence Fishburne there? Uh, he might have been. Like, mm-hmm. we might go to pay a Vernus a visit later in the game. I don't know. Mm-hmm. People have said they spent hours in character creation. There's actually a tweet from the developer today. There, they broke down a bunch of stats, and a considerable number of people actually spent more than an hour in character creation because there's just so much to do. And they also managed to say that 368 people managed to get an ending in the game. 
over the weekend, which is rather insane because I spent 15 hours on it and I'm not in the end of Act 1. <laughs> and the people that finished it were probably speedrunners who've been playing since Early Access started like three years ago. Mm. Damn, that's a long time. Yeah, they had all the time in the world to make it. But yeah, nice. their, their tweet said, Last weekend you played a one, 1,225 years of Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> As we go into the second weekend of launch, we've compiled some tasty stats for you to sink your teeth into. So... Because nerds love stats. Yeah. 368 players managed to finish the game in the opening weekend, which is nuts. 93% of players made their own character, because you can either make an own character or play one of the pre-selected characters in the game. Mm -hmm. But that also means you don't get all their voice lines and interactions, because you're playing as them. I saw the screen cap that you can design the lover that you have in a dream sequence. <laughs> the uh, you get to design a guardian who is oh, okay. a character that you encounter later. Well, but... some of was like, they put a screen cap. It's like, and I guess the guardian character is like coming up behind them. And, um, and they were like, Baldur's Gate is trying to make me gay. And someone was like, my dude, that's literally the character that you have to design yourself. And it, and they specifically said it was a dream sequence thing, so maybe it was something else. But um, Yeah, the Guardian shows up in dream sequences. Oh, okay. A little bit and, after you've done a few story flag things. And the guy replied, it asked what I dream about. Just because I dream about men doesn't mean I'm gay. Okay, well, what? I don't want to be gay. What should you do about that? Estrogen. Anyways, uh, said <laughs> players spent a combined 88 years in character creation. 10% spent more than an hour in character creation. Huh. Most people played as the wizard they choose, and most people play human pa half-elf paladins, which paladins are the most difficult characters to play because unlike in a game of D&D, &D, if you do something that breaks the rule of your chosen patron, mm -hmm. you lose your powers. God mm -hmm. gets pissed at you. Mm -hmm. I'm playing the canonical version of Saverin, who is a short little ranger dude with a bow and arrow who skulks in the shadows and has a wolf buddy. This is a character I played way back in the day, and I was able to recreate very faithfully in Baldur's Gate. Oh, that's cool. Um, I also have a character, if I want to play to a second run, of how to play Rafa, who would be a high elf sorcerer. But Do the characters actually look like them? They're not furries, but they're oh, okay. what you would roll them as to basically, like, ah. they're actually furries, but, you know, for Saverin's height, he's like four foot tall, he's a halfling. Mm-hmm. For, you know, Rafa's at least six foot, so high elf. Crush me, mommy. Got it. She's tall. Of all player deaths, Tom Sandler actually caused... seven feet tall counting the ears. Yeah. So <laughs> we don't count the ears. Uh, most 12% caused by friendly fire, and I spell casting Dave. Uh, <laughs> most people are on the side of good. Over 750,000 people have pet the dog, which I've contributed to. People <laughs> talk to corpses and animals. And, yeah. Like... Running around with talk, speak with animals on all the time is pretty funny because it's an ability that the rangers can have. You cast so are all the dogs just going, dude, dude, dude. No, they have actual conversations. Oh, okay. they're like perhaps a bit more simplistic, but like if you have speak with animals on and you talk to them, they have a proper conversation. Oh, so like okay. you get the you come across the dog Scratch out in the wild. The person he was with has been killed, and he is waiting by their body, waiting for them to quote wake up. And then you're like, Winston, bark, bark, bark. So I had to speak with animals on, so I go up and talk to him mm. and have an actual conversation and tell him, well, you know, if your friend doesn't wake up, come to our camp and you can stay with us. And he's like, I will, friend. Thank you. 
you go on and the next time you go to the camp he'll be there and then a little bit later like if you don't have it on he'll come up to you with a ball in his mouth and you have to like do a roll or two to get him to drop the ball so you can throw it for him mm-hmm. but if you have speak with animals he's like hey i got this for you i would like you to have it if you want to play fetch i'd be great it'd be great too and you can throw the ball like you just have an actual language rapport with these animals there's like some mm-hmm. oxen who are just like moo what are you doing quit talking to me go away oh this is weird yeah <laughs> like you can talk to a bear and like oh good you can ask their consent first well, you can get the consent from Halson, yes, but there's just an actual just bear-ass bear mm-hmm. who's not a wild-shaped druid who's like asleep on an elevator platform, and you can just be like, hey, if I give you a fish, you wake up, will you move? She's like, okay. I'm not a cam girl. It's just a very open-ended game so far because there's like basically little adventure zones that you go into where it's like, all right, here is a broken fractured temple with some other adventurers that are going to fight you and then here's a room full of skeletons that are laying on the ground what happens if i push this button whoops they wake up but if you're a loot whore like Michael me jackson comes out and they all do a thriller dance uh you've picked up and stolen all their weapons so the, all the best they can do is run up and ineffectually slap you and a couple of them will uh <laughs> cast spells at you but you yeah know, if you you steal the swords from a, a skeleton i mean the skeleton's laying right there. It's got a perfectly good sword on it. I'm going to pick that up and put it in my pack. Well, you won't be needing this anymore. So when they I mean, pop see. up and try to come get you, they're like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to melee you for 1d4 plus 1 necrotic damage as opposed to hitting you with a sword. The game asks you to do something to rescue the druid, and that said thing is you have to take out three leaders in the goblin camp. Mm. And there's a fuckload of goblins let me tell you we're talking like 40 to 50 npcs that are lurking around inside and outside of this base the first one i do i just kind of botch i don't my sneak attack misses and the goblin runs out and is like holy shit i need help and that causes that entire area to become hostile Mm. so in my attempt to assassinate a single goblin i instead (laughs) had to assassinate all the goblins 20 30 goblins inside Mm. and like the second one was a drow lady who runs to me across a bridge and stops in the middle of the bridge and there's a strut i'm just like shoot it with magic it breaks into the pit she goes dead drow the third boss is this big dude with a hammer who hits really hard and there's this pit full of giant spiders guess where he went into the pit with the spiders and they finished him off then i had to go kill the spiders to loot his body but they did most of the work so that was really entertaining because i had to basically kill every goblin inside and outside of this building to get the druid to come with me mm-hmm. but then later i'm like i wonder what happens if i go to the goblin back to the outside did they hear the ruckus have they communicated and so i teleport to the town next to it and immediately goblins are hostile there i'm like oh okay i know what i'm gonna have to do so i very meticulously this is over like an hour of playtime work my way west just choke pointing goblins and killing them en masse so at the end of the conflict where every goblin in the entire area was dead so i could loot it clean Mm -hmm. there was like an ocean of blood (laughs) because fluids accumulate on the ground water and acid and blood and boy howdy there sure was a lot of blood because you can slip in blood 
Mm-hmm. I was one of those, well, you know, sometimes to rescue a bear that you can eventually have sex with, you have to break a few dozen goblins. <laughs> um, it's a sacrifice you were willing to make. Yeah. <laughs> they just kept coming, and so did my arrows. That's what she said? Yep. So, I am very pleased with it so far, and I am enjoying the hell out of it. And I know Sarah picked it up, and you said Ajax picked it up, so I'll be really yeah. happy to pick his brain a bit later on it because you know if he stayed up that late he probably has some opinions on it you know it's a deep role-playing game and you get to choose your own character and there's a lot of different ways you can go because there's like 11 classes and 11 races you can pick from and then there's all the customization you can do to said race up to and including four different styles of dick for your guy yeah i was saw that character creator and (laughs) you can have shaven or unshaven pussy Um, nice and your dicks are cut or uncut, and bush or no bush. Damn, I, I'm just like, wait, it, this seems like it should be like a porn game or something? Well, you can run around naked. <laughs> like, you can just do the cosmetic clothing option, uh-huh. where it just shows your cosmetic clothing and not your armor, uh-huh. and then take off all your cosmetic clothing and run around penis out. Mm. So if you want to be dick out in the Forgotten Realms, they've got you, fam. <laughs> That strikes me as very unsafe. Yeah, it does. You know, there's all sorts of mean little critters. Like, imagine, you know, you walk into the Emerald Grove and the squirrel bites your foot. Imagine if you're not wearing pants. Where else is it going to bite? Mm-hmm. Just yeah. comes up and it's just like, ah, there's a worm. <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3. It's a bear fucking out of 10. <laughs> but what's also interesting, and this is actually kind of interesting, probably of interest to you, Shiva, that you can totally be polyamorous, too. Yeah, that's you what can Sarah have multiple was boyfriends if you want, mm. yeah. or girlfriends. But apparently, only certain friends. one will. Only Ex- certain characters. Yeah, like the good news is that Halson is one of them who's totally cool with whatever. Is that the druid? the bear? Yeah, so you can come for the bear, stay for the polyamory that includes the bear. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's D and D fifth edition, so like you have to be into the systems because there's a lot of options that they throw at you pretty early. Like, when you get to the feet choice at level four, and there's literally, like, 30 options to pick from, and some of them seem very useless, and some of them are like, oh, that's really cool. Then so you like, cannot not to have, like, a little toe or something? Well, it's more that you can <laughs> choose, like... Actually, at first I, I really thought that you were still talking about the character creator, and then I was like, oh, feet, okay, great. Yeah, feet, <laughs> as in, like, a special ability, a yeah. character feature... And the most obvious one is, like, just stat improvement where you get to See, increase... I thought he meant boots. Like, at level four, you get boots. No, uh, yeah, I'm talking the, about, like, special ability. Before it out, yeah, you're, now just walk, I get that. you're just I walking you meant... around on broken goblin bones and blood. Yeah, well, there's, like, one that's, like, increases your strength by one and, make like, doubles your carrying capacity. So you make someone a pack mule. Mm. You can do stuff that's, like, better two-handed sword wielding or better dual wielding or, you know... I do really good fighting spellcasters and just, like, whatever. You, you also increase your anal flexibility to prepare for your later encounter? I'm... no. <laughs> you just have to imagine it that way. <laughs> uh, the, the other thing, too, is, like, my character is a halfling. So, oh, let shit. me just say, you know... He's going to have a wild time oh, if God, I do get... God, it's the size to... of my torso! Size queen much? Yeah. <laughs> We're just gonna... What, what happened to, to Saverin? Well, he was crushed to death in the middle of fucking a bear. That's how he would want to go. Yeah. 
the game itself is really fun. They're being very quick on fixing bugs. I still have a minor problem in that I'm still labeled an enemy of justice to the goblins, but sometimes the game bugs and can cause other guards and actual municipalities to become hostile to you. So I have to figure out how to clear that out or just go kill every last goblin in those associated zones. If they're all dead, that goes away. If there's no, if they're all dead, there's no witnesses. Okay. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it does. There's a massive pile of goblin corpses, but nobody who saw me murder the goblins but, is there to say anything. Or there to care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, we're playing some good Christian video gaming here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's the talk of the town right now. Like, a bunch of furries. Yeah, people got their interest up because of the bear scene. But also, like, it's apparently a very... Well, I mean, it is a very good game, and a lot of people are finding that out. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the highest-rated game of the year so far. And it's that's, just so funny that they use that as their, their big marketing move, I and mean, it worked. And people jumped on it. They're like, wait, I wasn't really interested in this, but now they're hitting 1.0, and you can fuck a bear? <laughs> well, f- sign me up. You can fuck a lot of people, actually. <laughs> you can fight a zombie or a, a vampire elf. You can fight a literal space alien or f- fuck a space alien githyanki. Mm-hmm. You can fuck a evil a girl who went to evil summer camp. I just remember so <laughs> evil it, church wait, camp. He, he's uh-huh. vampire and an elf. Does that make him double immortal? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Asterion is the literal gay evil vamp. Mm-hmm. That's like his whole thing and the voice acting for him is impeccable and everyone's very popular with him but he is like evil aligned so if you're like being a goody two-shoes he kind of disapproves of that but if you're a dick he's like haha that's funny (laughs) Um, but also if you let him suck your blood that really makes him like you i bet it doesn't turn you into a vampire Mm -hmm. at least just gives him lunch so for you he'd be like i really admired the way you killed all those uh what were they? He get uh, goblins. 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 He gets and... a buff called Happy <laughs> whenever he successfully feeds on a humanoid, uh-huh. and if that can include you, mm-hmm. willingly, mm. like consensual neck biting, blood play. It, it's very funny too how some of the characters interact because it's like ah, this chick's a cleric, and she's wearing the logo of the goddess of evil on her crown, on her little circlet. And the character's like, oh, wait a minute, you're a cleric of Shar? I'm like, well, let's see, she has the logo on her headband, and her <laughs> breastplate, and her shield. If you didn't know that, well, it's your fault. She wasn't exactly hiding it? <laughs> no, she's not. It's just that in the Forgotten Realm, this area, there's basically the goddess of good saloon and the goddess of evil Shar, and she's just a cleric of Shar. But my character's response to her was like, you can still cast Cure Light Wounds, right? She was like, well, yeah. Okay, you can stick around. Mm-hmm. And then the Githyanki lady, she's actually evil too, but she's like super law-abiding, and she's a bitch. If you actually decide to romance her, you have to roll to the top where she rides you like a, a cowgirl style. What? <laughs> to a Githyanki, fucking a non-Githyanki is basically bestiality. So she's like what? lowering herself to fuck you, but she likes you enough. So what is what is she? She's from a extraplanar race called the Githyanki. They're these yellowish, elfy looking humanoid guys who are the sworn enemies of the primary antagonist of the game. Mm-hmm. And they fight them across the stars, and their shit has landed in your backyard. Mm. So she becomes a companion to you because you're all sharing the same affliction. But she's also a Horniness? super haughty. 
literal space alien mm. who is like, yeah, you know, humans are non-Githyanki are kind of gross, but I, I like you enough. So mm-hmm. we'll fuck, but I'll be on top. And you have to roll a d20 to uh, get the opportunity for that to not be the case, which it would be even funnier if she was pegging you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I, I have brought the sacred peg of and you're going to take it. I, I have not romance La- of Lavelle or whatever her name is. I was going to say Laon, but no, vastly different. Um, yeah. I mean, Laon could have a like genetically engineered super dick. I don't know. That's Star Trek, not Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> she has special dif- dispensation to wear the extra baggy uniform pants. Yes. Yeah, Baldur's Gate 3. Very good. Mm. So... Shifting topics, um, also last weekend, I want us to give a congratulations to Kalis for oh, winning yeah. Project Justice twice in a row for Evo, at Evo this last weekend in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope he made it back to, back here uh, COVID-free, because apparently Las Vegas is a real bad place to be, just kind of in general. Mm. Because two weeks ago was the Final Fantasy Fan Fest, mm-hmm. then last week was Evo, and this weekend is DEF CON slash Black Hat, mm-hmm. and both... Final Fantasy Fan Fest and Evo were super spreader events. Really? Up to including like the like leadership of Evo got COVID. Mm. Mainly because they were all like yelling around and not wearing masks in a big enclosed arena. Yeah. You know. What well, how could this happen? I don't know. You had like ten thousand sweaty nerds in a single place. That's generally how this works. Yelling and cheering and Raving? Yeah. Existing. Yeah. Uh but yeah, congrats to Kalos on that. That's cool as hell. Yeah, it is. It is, yeah. Because, I mean, he just decided, like, I'm going to do this. And he did it. Like, Sonic Fox, unfortunately... Well, Sonic Fox got 25th out of, like, 7,000 competitors in EVA <laughs> of, of Street Fighter Six, But that was the only game they played. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 25th out of 7,000 people is pretty good. God, what a loser. Well, it was fucked Fuck. up because people were being absolute fuckheads on social media because they're mm-hmm. like, oh... Oh, Sonic Fox didn't win Skullgirls this year. Sonic Fox didn't win Mortal Kombat. Sonic Fox didn't, you know, other games. And Sonic Fox was like, I didn't even play those games this year, guys. What are you talking about? You can't win if you don't play. Yeah, it's like I literally intentionally DQ'd from these because I was focusing on Street Fighter because the, there was just that much time had to be dedicated to playing and you had that large of a tournament. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So. Why'd they decide to do Street Fighter to stick it with the. Uh the games because they won them last year and they've been winning them consistently and they wanted to try something new to challenge themselves oh that's a fair yeah okay i mean they literally went to mexico the week before and (laughs) some tournament and won two games jeez i love the way they could just randomly be like yeah i'm gonna go to this tournament where is it a whole other country you know I, i mean sonic fox got invited to the red bull kumite in south africa and declined to go because he's like, eh, it's a really long flight. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can imagine that would be quite a trip. And I'm pretty sure they also declined the opportunity to go to the tournament this weekend, which because it's in uh, Gamers 8, which is Saudi Arabia. Ooh. Yeah, he's yeah. like, no. That's no, no. not a safe place for me. No. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, I mean, this is the same reaction like the, the sci-fi writing community had when... I think it was Riyadh or somewhere in the Emirates like that wanted to host a Worldcon. Yeah, they're and, like, uh, uh-huh. you know what? Chicago won handily. 
<laughs> that year. I wonder if how. I recall. Yeah, yeah. Because basically everyone that was everyone that was a woman, everyone that was queer in some way was like, yeah, I don't. That's if I'm not, not legally allowed to drive there or show my face, I'm not going to go there and promote. Yeah, and, and if you're LBG, whatever. Yeah, then you might just be killed. The yeah, the yeah. Saudi royal government does this a lot. It's called sports washing. Like they took over the PGA with it that way. Oh yeah, They've, and did they? They just had the big. Uh, was it soccer? They just had a big football. Yeah, they had the World Cup in the UAE. That's what it was. And you had them doing a Dota tournament that was also in Riyadh, and of course nobody who's not a straight dude went mm-hmm. um they had what's another one like they do this a lot where they're just throwing money around to try to get people to forget their horrific human rights existing yeah yeah and so like thankfully people like in the street fighter subreddit this weekend people were like hey are you watching this and people were like absolutely fucking not it's saudi arabia fuck those guys mm-hmm. they're like well you live in the united states i'm like yeah we suck too but they suck worse <laughs> And just because we suck doesn't mean I'm going to watch their stuff to, like, justify them sucking, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, we yeah. all have really awful human rights records, but theirs is actively worse right now. Yeah. Like, well, the Republicans and... only hope that they can get as hard as Saudi does. Like, I wouldn't expect any gamers from countries we've bombed or oppressed to show up here cheering for you know whatever so yeah well like a muslim guy from uae won street fighter 6 this year at evo cool so like it it wasn't like there isn't any representation from that part of the world Mm. there's a dude from iran named aslan and then there's another guy from pakistan who won tekken 7 last year so it's not like you know there's not international competition from that part of the world it's just Mm. a lot less common right uh, because you know where are you going to find a functional PS4 reliable power and a copy of Tekken 7 in Pakistan, necessarily, you know? Obviously, it's not all an absolute shithole. That's 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 unrealistic, but it's not as easy to find. Mm. Like, they probably had to import that shit. I mean, that's like trying to buy, get a console in fucking Brazil because of their local laws. Yeah, I don't... I haven't looked into this yet, but I've had a couple Brazilian furries contact me in the past and be like... Just ordering shit online from a U.S. website is apparently really difficult. Like, and I guess it's something to do with the import laws that you know make that hard. Um, I don't know the details. I haven't. I know for consoles, they are like it has to be made in Brazil as like a import protection of their economy or whatever. Which means that to actually get your hands on a PlayStation was several thousand dollars. Mm -hmm. And so, like, they have. So you'd have to do it illegally, right? Pretty That's much, yeah. So Because I'm like, well, good fucking luck with that when you're trying to buy products made by an international corporation. Like, you can't tell Sony to, you have, to have a, a whole operation just Rio in your Janeiro. country. Yeah. Because they probably have like, like, a, a, like a local TV company assembly. Okay. But if someone's not making fucking PlayStation consoles. Yeah, like when it's specifically just this company's thing, it's like they probably have like four or five manufacturing plants around the world or something but they're not going to spin one up in your particular country just because of that but yeah but so importing stuff to brazil is very difficult and expensive Mm, and that it seems to be across the the whole spectrum Mm. of stuff did you know that jesus gone woke (laughs) i i saw your 
post on Say that. what? Jesus has gone woke. Oh, yeah, I saw The that. libs have taken over the son of God, who uh, said such lib bullshit like, turn the other cheek and forgive your enemies and... Rich people have a hard time going to heaven mm-hmm. and judge not, lest ye be judged. And don't charge interest. So this was an article um, on NPR that was highlighted in part by Ben Collins on on X.com, a.k.a. Twitter. It is Twitter. We will always call it Twitter. Fuck, mm-hmm. fuck Elon Musk calling it X. It's stupid. Uh, but it's a excerpt from an article where a Southern Baptist minister... The expert reads, on why he thinks Christianity is in crisis. It was a result of having multiple pastors tell me essentially the same story about quoting the Sermon on the Mount parenthetically in their preaching, turn the other cheek, and to have someone come up after and say, where did you get those liberal talking points? And what was alarming to me that is in most of these scenarios, when the pastor would say, I'm literally quoting Jesus Christ, the response would not be, I apologize. The response would be, yes, but that doesn't work anymore. That's weak. And when you get to the point where the teachings of Jesus himself are seen as subversive to us, then we are in a crisis. Yeah. And it's pretty interesting that finally, like, this is a Southern Baptist leader Mm -hmm. who uh, is... Probably pretty conservative. Yeah. Is conservative as hell. But he's like, you guys are... Scaring me. Discarding (laughs) the Bible and calling it weak? Like, the fact that they literally acknowledged that that was a quote from jesus and we're like yeah but (laughs) like what you're supposed to be really into this guy and like really believe this stuff you know the reason why jesus was so pissed at money changers in the temple is because they're taking advantage of immigrants and people visiting from out of country you know like he flipped their fucking tables and well that's that's weak that's you know jesus would sit on the the southern wall and shoot people trying to cross type shit you know Mm -hmm. and it's this article on npr that came out on the 8th and it's just not surprising at all for anyone that pays any sort of vague attention oh yeah but when you have people actually in the thick of it neck deep in the conservative ideology of evangelical christianity in america today going "Uh uh-oh yeah they've it's not good. Yeah. Well, this is what is it? This is the wolf you fed. Yeah. I mm. mean, when you welcome a wolf into your house, don't be surprised when it tears out your throat. Hey, uh, that's wolf bad things. Wolf phobic. Wolf phobic. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I got to think of the, the term. But yeah. But yeah. The the individual in the article is named Russell Moore, and he was apparently one of the top officials in the Southern Baptist Convention. And resigned from his post and left the denomination in 2021. Oh, shit. Going, ah, dude. Basically, they realize the call is coming from inside the house. Yeah. And, like, it's not our problem to fix, but it's something that they're recognizing is a big problem. Because you have them basically elevating Trump to literally Messiah status in many cases. There's a little commandment about that. Like, Like... you know, you have all the edgy internet atheist types going, you know, Trump really fulfills a lot of the stuff about the literal Antichrist mm-hmm. as written about in Revelations. And you guys are just sucking his dick, huh? Up to and including there was literally a golden statue of Donald Trump. Yes, yeah. Like golden it was this idolatry. weird, it was like a weird looking giant Funko Pop of Trump. Mm-hmm. But it was at a thing in Florida. Yeah, this was a couple years ago. And I, I remember hearing about that story from the bible of like the golden idol and they were worshiping it and 
God got pissed and like killed a bunch of people or something. Yeah, it was kind of a big deal. Anyway, it's like more than one of the commandments. Like three or four of the commandments are like, you know, not having false idols, not worshiping other gods, and you know, it's in there a lot. Like when you boil the commandments down, everyone thinks it's like, oh, don't do these bad things. Like, nah, half of it's bullshit religious stuff. Like, I'll kill you for even looking at another god. That too. Um, The ancient Israelites were a very unpleasant tribe. History is written by the victors, and they were a very bloody people. Mm. But they talk about how the author feels, the more guys, that it really comes down to disconnection and alienation and people coming up and being like, I will tell you who is causing you the problems. And it's minorities and the Jews all the time. You know, Mm. you get these, these... evangelical white supremacists going on off because women have the right to vote and the blacks don't have to live in separate cities and the gays exist at all and all this other shit right you know yeah like what is so weird to me is that like you have black christians and women christians who actually believe that and they're like oh no i should but not me i should be put in my place you know (laughs) it's like like what's wrong with you I saw people talking about, like, some woman, like, oh, yeah, you know, I my, I asked my husband if he wants me to vote in the next election. He told me no. And I was like, yay. It's like, all right, well, that's one less vote for the GOP, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, if you're Thank the type you? of person that has to ask if your husband, if he wants you to vote, 99% of the chance that's negative one votes for their conservative side. So, you know, thumbs up to that. Yeah, that's weird. But I just thought the idea that, you know, Jesus has gone woke. As... And he's always been that. That's what I was going to say. It's like I remember having conversations like these 10, 20 years ago about how the actual what Jesus supposedly believed and said is just anathema to what conservative Christians believe. I mean, everything I've ever heard about what Jesus preached and everything else sounds really fucking awesome. Like, I cannot really argue about you know love thy neighbor and all that other stuff but the humans involved in it do awful things with it you know you can take the gospels as one thing but then you had paul coming around and fucking it up too and being like women need to be on their place and all this other shit too Mm. but you know you're you're basically you're playing a multi-thousand year game of telephone yeah and even if you have manuscripts you have people inserting their biases into said manuscripts the kjv is incredibly fucked up for that reason and what sucks is a lot of extant biblical versions are based upon that original, incredibly erroneous version as well. So you have these really weird, twisted ideas that have percolated throughout society in its totality because a dude in the 1500s wanted to divorce his wife. But anyways, yeah, like the whole Protestant thing was like, I want to divorce my wife, and the Catholics were like, no. And suddenly you get Anglicans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then everything else happened. Then Martin Luther came around, and he was a dick. My particular opinions on the various factions are somewhat crude because I don't really care that much about it. It's just like, they're all a bunch of dickheads, and they fucked up society in this very terminal way. Mm. And let me tell you about the the Puritans. Those guys were too much of a dicks and kept getting kicked out of countries and came over here, much to the relief of the people in the countries they left, and then they fucked it up for everybody over here. So, in high school, I took European history. To take European history, I had to get my parents to sign a waiver. Oh? Yep, because we were going to be discussing politi- uh, a religion. Mm. And I grew up in the North. Slightly different era, 
And it's like, well, we weren't going to be, you know, if anything is right or wrong, we're talking the church as a political force. And this made some people drop out, but still. Uh, so I took European history and it was like, wow, okay. I didn't care for religion. Like, I was kind of like, I don't think this is real. Something that feels off about this. Yeah. Then when we studied all the bullshit that the fucking went on in the Middle Ages and everything else through the church and control and all this, you know, the church as a political creature, mm-hmm. holy shit. I was just like, okay, I can't trust any of you fuckers. <laughs> Did you find a Christian kids that had dropped the class later and be like, yo, y'all are fucked up. Actually, I think you the ones that out. dropped the class were um, 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 Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh. Oh, yeah. They're a weird late term one. That's fucking like, I think the J-Dubs came out like nearly contemporaneously with the mormons they are not an old denomination oh no 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 much like the adventists were in the u.s too Hmm. so but yeah when i sat down that was a real eye-opening of oh yeah churches are not like okay i'm of the opinion that certain individual churches with a good pastor can be good good for the community you know and Mm -hmm. but they are very limited and you know, and, and yeah, and they're yeah, and limited in their power because they still have to follow. Like, if they want to do something in particular, they still have to follow what the people above them in the denomination are saying to do. Yeah, so I was on the like, okay, not it's not not all churches, yeah, but the vast majority of the churches, as large political, are not about the tenets that they're teaching. Mm-hmm. They're about fucking control. And listen to my version of, you know, which is, you know, their particular interpretation. They're not about the Matt Smiths either. The what? Yes. I know it's not tenants, but a lot of people think it's spelled, tenants is spelled as tenants. So it's like, it's not about the Matt Smiths either. Yeah, so it's just like, wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, that really kind of just like, fuck organized religion. Y'all are a bunch of cunts. <laughs> I mean, if you look at all the shit that they've done through the Middle Ages, through colonization, through destroying cultures, and, you know, all this other bullshit. Like, it, it's just, I, I can't. It doesn't have a lot going for it, really. Yeah, I heard about a guy who had, had been a preacher uh, and got excommunicated because he was marrying gay people performing weddings for uh same-sex couples well there was a particular case uh here in well here in california here recently Mm -hmm. a baptist aligned but sort of a generic evangelical church where the previous leader had handed leadership over to his protege who was a woman oh right i think i heard about this all right, well, they you freaked can the fuck out. Hand yeah. the power to a man, or you can leave the denomination. And they were like, "All right, bye." Yeah. And then they were like, "You can come back. We miss your money." Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I think it was Joel Osteen's church. I could be wrong. I don't. I don't care. It's just in the evangelical milieu that happened recently. Yeah, I, I do. I don't remember all the details, but I do remember seeing that headline about them freaking out because he had put a woman as his protege and successor. Yeah. Let's see if I can. There was a, the Unitarian Church, I think over in Plano, mm-hmm. who got firebombed. 
Oh, well, the Unitarians are generally cool. Like, I know. They're, they're nice folks. Like, yeah. I've, I'm down with those guys all the time because they're generally not a bunch of dickheads. Well, no, some Aunt Christian YouTuber, blah, 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 visited, visited it pretending to be the LBGT. Yeah. And, and then, then they got firebombed after he called them satanic and uh, going to hell. Yeah. yeah it's the Unitarian Universalist Church in Plano. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was like a, car- a tiny thing for pride up here in, in uh, our neck of the woods that was at a little Unitarian church. Um, I've played ball with the Unitarian church out in like Garland in the past. Mm-hmm. I have no beef with those guys. They're generally very cool. Yeah. They do. Um, that's just but they're... as a result of them being cool and not dicks about it they're also very small and aging because people want to feel powerful like a lot of evangelicalism is gaining power and controlling the world and that does not trend towards liberation for people that are not exactly like you mm-hmm. so like we're, we're talking on multiple axes of control here because yeah. you have social control religious control financial control where like these big mega churches promise you power and we're going to crush the people that we don't like. Whereas you're looking at these smaller churches, it's like, Hey, we're going to this week, we're doing a service led by one of our pagan members. And John here is a Satru and we're going to do a short service and he's going to explain some stuff about us. There's a big difference between the two. One is far more fascinating to me. The other is more popular to people that have jet ski dealerships and drive big trucks. (laughs) So, you're looking at what are people looking for if you want a small community or do you want to feel like you're in a big gang that's going to crush the queers? God, um, wow. And that's generally how it is in the overarching mm. group of evangelical mega churches. Yeah, because I've always sort of seen the UU churches as like people that aren't religious or aren't Christian, but they still want the community kind of feeling that that churches give well and but yeah you're not looking to like take over the world or become rich if you if you're going to work like that in many ways people are generally alienated in society you Mm -hmm. need to have something to rally around and hang out with dudes to talk about that can be sports that can be church that can be politics that can be the furry fandom Mm -hmm. like the furry fandom fulfills the role of a church in many ways in that, it was yeah. a central focus of, of social interaction. You can go to firm each, you can go to cons. You can hang out with your friends in VR chat and be a furry amongst other furries. And you even have the external pressures of people coming in and calling you a fur fag that gives you that sort of in-group solidarity mm-hmm. that you get from going out and prophetizing to people and being told to fuck off, in a way. Like, furry fulfills that type of social cohesion role for furries Mm -hmm. humans are so fucking tribal yeah we're very tribal creatures we like our we're little monkey brains Mm -hmm. want to hang out with our buddies and we get sad if we don't and certain people if they don't have buddies take to you know terrorism like that one dude in utah who got visited by the fbi with bullets oh the one that threatened um biden Uh, and biden and jack smith and a bunch of other dudes yeah yeah he was told hey you should knock that off after the fbi visited visited him and he was like come and get me fuckers and they so did. they did. Yeah. And the dude was like 80 and walked with a cane, but he thought he was going to talk big and the FBI wasn't going to come be like, hey, man, you should stop that. And then I guess he shot at them first. I don't know. That he dude. He fucked around and found out. That guy got too high on his group's supply and mm. decided that he was going to 
swing at the world, or at least the FBI, and didn't work out very well. They've got more and bigger guns than you. So, like, social cohesion in the form of religion, like, people live their week around the church. When I was a kid, like, real talk, we were there Sunday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. And then we might do stuff on the weekend while, like... Because my dad worked in the kitchen, or my if we were doing meals for meals on wheels, or restocking the food pantry, or whatever bullshit. Like if we were spending the weekend mowing the the yards around the church, because we were employed by the church at the time, you know, like our week was structured around that church. And many people don't have that. They go once a week, if never. And I'm not saying no, oh, you should go to church, but people need to have something they do regularly that provides them a social group. Mm-hmm. or we go insane right mm-hmm. we are social creatures like wolves like dogs like monkeys we're monkeys we're fancy monkeys who need people to hang <laughs> out with monkeys. yes and if we don't we get sad and go crazy and that was what you pointed out in the article you know people that are calling jesus woke are not people there for the original they're people for the social interaction right yeah. they don't care about the religion they just need some dudes to hang out with that hate the same people they do yeah, they're all there for the, the fire and brimstone shit about hating the gays and women being in the kitchen or whatever. But and not about, hey, you should uh, feed the poor and hungry. Yeah. Love thy neighbor. No, I'd rather burn my neighbor. Apparently, and I heard an alternate version of, of that. What, love is, thy neighbor? Yeah, love thy neighbor only meant love a fellow Jew. Because um, this was, a, I think, Old Testament. But basically, it was like, no, no, you can kill these other bitches, but but don't kill a fellow Jewish person. I really don't know about that. I would say that the more commonly known intent is probably fine. Yeah, it's been. But then again, it's also not really a followed rule by that group. Yeah, and like there any others. And there's audible sayings like that that sometimes get like flipped around watered down and end up meaning the opposite like people say blood is thicker than water and you usually do it in an angry way meaning um your family is more important than your friends yeah but the full quote from the bible is the the oh. blood of the womb is, is the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb yes thank you i fucked it up but basically saying that like your covenant your friends your in-group your church group or whatever should be more important to you than your family. Which, like, in a way of people like us with who have no people with found families because their own families rejected them and stuff, that rings true. But it also is like, oh, that's very true of groups like the church. Or cult. Like, and the church is just a big cult that are like, yeah, you should totally cut off your family and come be with me. And there was some shit about Jesus doing that, too. Be like, yeah, if you want to keep walking with me, you have to, like, ditch your family. Yeah. I mean, that, that's in there. Yeah. So, anyways, that's been our religion minute from three general atheists. So, you know. Don't email us. See. <laughs> you guys, I don't know what I am. I mean. I'm indifferent. Like, whatever floats your goat, just don't try to take my rights away from me. Right. Um, like, I might think it's silly and it doesn't exist, but if you're not taking your rights from me, do and whatever not, the fuck you want. And you're not begging me to come along, then. Or forcing you? Or forcing you, then, you know, fuck off and have a good time. Whatever. You know, it'd be like me, like if Tyrion was forcing me to go gaming with him or something like that. You know? Heavens. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, and in the early, early to mid aughts, I got into that new atheist movement, the angry oh, I, online atheists, you know, I don't know if you had a, here. Okay. I was going to say, I, I think you had a phase. Like that I too, did. Where it was like, Sam I was Harris and Richard the, Dawkins and all them cunts. Yeah. Dawkins, Pendulette. I never read up on Sam Harris and I always hated Christopher Hitchens because he was Bill a total Maher. cunt about the war in Iraq. Yeah. I used to really like Bill Maher, but no, fucking religious and like, now he is exactly the fucking boomer centrist dickhead that is holding us back. Oh yeah, um, and you know Dawkins just turned out to be a, a fucking big old turf. Is he a turf? Yeah, too? I heard he was. I know he's racist because of the the Islam thing, but he's a big old turf too. He's a turf. <sighs> Fuck's sake, man. Yeah, like a lot of those dudes are just big dickheads. Yeah, so like, I ditched. I left a lot of that behind me, and I'm like, my general feeling is that if there is a higher power, no human religion has nailed it on the head, you know? None of them know what's going on. None of them have gotten it right. I don't even know if I believe in, like, aliens or not. Because, like, part of me is like, ah, you know, the odds are, the size of the universe and everything, there probably are other habitable planets out there, but... We'd never I, get to them. I don't really believe that they visited us or the, you know. Yeah, that's about it. It's like, I, we're a little pawn. Yeah, they're, I have a feeling that, like, I just feel that other civilizations are either as developed as, as we are or less developed than we are. Or maybe developed enough, but they can still only travel, like, within their own star system. They're out of reach, regardless. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think anyone's <laughs> cracked the warp drive. Yeah, and can actually get to Earth from from another solar system or whatever. Yeah. And, but at the same time, you know, when I see these headlines of like, oh, apparently the government's been hiding all this alien shit. And right now, my reaction in the last couple of years has just been, eh. Like, Look, I just got a lot of shit going on. It's more like, yeah, exactly. oh, here's a new distraction to try and draw yeah, us. I just what are you trying don't to- care anymore. Ever since fucking covid or the 2016 election or anything like i'm just like look guys we got unless you're coming with a cure for covid (laughs) we got shit to do during like the trump era there was always like distraction you know let's throw something Mm -hmm. out there like i'm sure other administrations did it too he was just so blatantly unsubtle about like you know, let's call this shit so that they stop paying attention to this. You know. I saw a newspaper comic today. It was a, a couple sitting watching TV. And the logo on the screen says Fox News. And the newscasters are yelling, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden. And it's on the it, the word balloon saying Hunter Biden are on there like a dozen times. And one of the people watching it says, oh, another indictment must have dropped. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, yeah. We'll probably get that next week from yeah. Georgia. It's just, it wasn't even subtle. You know, it was just blatant. Like, well, here's something else. That, like the ninja version of a smoke grenade. So, you, yeah. so you're staring at I that. I just thought it was really him. funny. Like, there was a meme. It's like, yo, aliens are real and we're here. Sup, dude? And <laughs> it's just like a dude in a hoodie looking really, like, burned out. 
He's like, aren't you excited? Look, man, I've had a really rough couple of years. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. Uh, speaking of ninjas, though, apparently there's a new TMNT. Oh, yeah. I've seen, like, the ads for it. It looks cute. Hmm. Like, it looks really cute. I love the style. They're actually more, actually, teenager-y. Yeah, it's gotten, like, really good reviews. Is it out already? Yeah, I think so. Oh, well, guess I know what I'm doing Sunday. Okay. So, one thing that is furry that I wanted to bring up also this week is that, hey, Denver has had a conference call with the hotel, and they have banned military cosplay at Denver. I love how they're getting flack for that. And and but not it. flak jackets because those are illegal at the it's just blah 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 it's like hello fiesta does this in 2019 so yeah the thing is it's the same fucking screaming about it this is disrespectful to the troops <laughs> and like all the actual former military people yeah, are like i saw several people being like as a veteran i'm cool with this <laughs> like i i as someone's like i don't want to see these cosplatriots <laughs> Like yeah, and, yeah. and Denver actually like turned off comments because people were being active shitheads, mm-hmm. and they're like, and they did the same thing that Fiesta did back in back in 2019. Mm-hmm. And we're like, you can be Master Chief or John Halo, or you want to be uh, dressed up as like a character from Mass Effect or whatever. But if you look like a tactical grunt from a Call of Duty game, you're not welcome to wear that. I mean, that's basically they have it almost identical identical to what we have and they called out stolen valor too mm-hmm. and, well, and you know if you have if you've got your duty uniform just show us your id and you're cool it's it's literally like the same shit that we have in our code of conduct mm-hmm. so back in 2019 when this happened it was literally because a bunch of tactical cosplayers showed up and were making the cops that are there as when we were at the hyatt it made a bunch of the cops antsy it made us antsy well yes but the cops are the ones with actual guns yeah so yeah the hotel didn't like it the cops didn't like it and we didn't like it so we banned it easy peasy and that's the same fucking deal as in denver the hotel is like nah dude plus the fiat for the plus the gay community in denver we had that shooting at a a gay club and murdered a bunch of people and was beaten by (laughs) a drag former (laughs) he survived unfortunately but you know like it's the same shit that we got back in the day, though they didn't get tagged by people trying to tag John fucking Cornyn or Ted Cruz into it. <laughs> God. That would have been pretty funny if, like, Ted oh, Cruz decided. So are they tried to tag in the senators of Colorado then? Or? Well, they're both Dems, but they have, like, Lauren Boebert in the house. and nobody... Oh. I did look hmm. to see if anybody had tried to be like, Lauren, this is the libs in Denver are disrespecting the troops. But... In fact, we very much called out that the troops are welcome to be troopy they just yeah. have to show their id or like i know the, the fact that, that that is literally addressed into policy just shows that these assholes didn't even bother to read the policy care. they just wanted to scream on twitter yeah but no in, Ju- in june 7th 2019 from the furry fiesta account we have clarified and updated our code of conduct regarding attendance eligibility. The new text appears under Rule 10 located, blah, blah, reflected for TWEFF 2020. Please contact chair, 20, chair at freefiesta.org with any concerns. And it had 49 replies, 95 retweets, and 269 faves. When Is that I, a good ratio? Well, we had 49 people reply to us in various, all right, cool, and people screaming about it, my freedom. Or, oh, you'll let pup hoods in, but you won't let me dress up like I'm going to shoot up the place? They've been making the same argument 
about color uh, about Denver and uh, just like yes, yes, that's exactly what yes, we're doing. It's exactly like that. And you can just you could fuck off and go to the fucking Nazi con instead. Uh, if you, don't like mean, it. you may wear your dailies or dress uniform if you're an active duty service member or a veteran. You must provide your ID or VA card to co-ops if asked. This is in part due to an uptick in imposters and stolen valor actors that have caused issues at the hotel. This is referring to Denver's policy. There's this yeah. very wordy and needs some bullet points. It's a real wall of text there. Mm. But their code their code of conduct is functionally the same as Fairy Fiesta's, which as of this year reads this point sixteen now, because we've added a few things since twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Any attire worn in the hotel must maintain a PG rating up until nine PM between the hours of nine PM and four AM. Attire must maintain After PG- that it's fucking ticks and tits out, baby. PG three PG thirteen. Attendees <laughs> okay. must wear appropriate attire up to and including opaque shirts, pants, shorts, and footwear. Appropriate undergarments must be worn under body suits, e.g. dance belts. The following are not permitted for a fiesta, any attire that is genuine or gives the appearance of being non fictional military or law enforcement attire, with the exception of currently serving military or law enforcement personnel who may wear their duty uniforms any attire which allows for the features of a person's genitals to be viewed armbands symbols perceived as hate symbols or as, de- as determined by our staff and leeches that's just a strangulation liability right? oh yeah you're just gonna have like one person leading another and someone runs full tilt through it and you just get a whole mess or hell get caught up in the escalators or the Oof. yeah let's yeah not... lots of potential bad stuff with like people being led around on leashes but yeah, their their rule is literally the same as Fairy Fiesta's, just far wordier, and people are acting like it's the end of the fucking world. Oh, you know, Denver has gone woke. Uh, well, <sighs> the Texans went woke first. I mean, we beat you to it by a few years, but good on you for doing it. You had people try to claim, oh, Denver is the first, and all the cons need to follow this. And did people else did call out us. Yeah, people did point out that Fiesta had done it first several years fucking ago. Fucking Texans did it first well i mean in many ways we've kind of had to be on the vanguard because we are in texas and people make a lot of assumptions mm-hmm. like with mm-hmm. our like codified rule about sex offender registries and shit that we actually paid money to the lawyer to make sure it was legally solid like yep. we spent like a couple thousand dollars to make this rule legal like we've had to be on the vanguard because people are like oh it's texas well guess what motherfuckers we're gonna in- put these progressive policies in place before you guys do eat shit or mm. don't just stimulate us the only thing i'd say is that i wish that extended to mask requirements because <sighs> yeah that's just really hard to do in texas current political climate it, it fucking sucks man and like with the death star law that they signed death that star? basically it was referred to as such because it supersedes all local authority. Oh, yeah, oh that yeah, one, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, that... even if Dallas said all events at a hotel have to wear a mask, the state, state government in Austin no. could be like, Not fuck bad. you, Dallas, we're going to strike your law down. Which they did with the plastic bags. Like, there was going to be an enactment of a plastic bag ban in Dallas, which... You know, we pay attention to those things because we go to cons, and it, it was sort of like, well, do we need to look into ordering paper bags uh, instead? And then Austin overrode it and struck it down, and uh, it, it never went into effect. So, yeah, no, that does start a some real fucking bullshit. Well, like, and they eliminate requirement, like local law requirements for water breaks for construction workers and yeah. and coincidentally you had a bunch of people die yeah bunch in of people, the hottest summer like die a heat stroke and shit like that because like you cannot work on the road for like eight hours a day but they'll without... sure try and make you do it yeah it's just i know 
the line is, the cruelty is the point, but it's just mind-boggling to me how how cruel they are, you know, that, like, they don't care about basic human rights. And it's like, ah, fuck them if they're thirsty. They should be working, you know? And it's like the realities of the human body (laughs) needing water when you're sweating in 107-degree heat. Like... (laughs) Was it cruelty to cause fucky you tried to do this? Yeah, it's... God, they're just so evil. And I, I was going to foolishly say, I don't know why people keep voting for them. I was like, oh, gerrymandering, voter suppression. You know, it's a minority of people keeping these dickheads in power. Yeah, and one of the replies in the thread was like, people are like, oh, why are you so mad about this? But you're going to allow people in pup hoods to attend. Oh, I said it was... And was like, a person in a pup hood wasn't the person who shot up my school. Uh, yeah. 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 It's like, ah, yeah, okay. And it has been a very handy block list of dipshits. <laughs> yeah. You're an idiot, you're an idiot, you're an idiot, you're an idiot. Thank you. It's like, don't need that. I'd seen one that was someone like, when someone in a vinyl dog suit shoots up a shopping mall, then we'll reconsider. <laughs> i even saw somebody who is like pro-gun and it's like no no this you just need to do some period cosplay like you, you bring back the world war one trench coats and you know mm-hmm. doll helms and shit you know don't don't you don't have to be like a modern camo dude dress up like a 17th century french pikeman because <laughs> well, people asked about that like can i dress up in my ren fair costume of course are you going to go murder some peasants i don't think so okay. right affix bayonets you know you're not going to bring your zweihander and behead some polish well he's fond of them anyways you know it's <laughs> it's just so funny that people are like oh you know how dare i not be able to dress up like i've come out of call of duty so you just gotta be creative if you want to you know, there's people mm. that draw their characters in, like, period costumes. And it just, it also strikes me as just very uncreative, too. Because I'm just like, you know, a Master Chief costume or even, like, a Star Wars Stormtrooper or something like that. Like, someone has to build that shit. It's vacuum-formed or it's um, shaped, um, and so what's it, it called? But let me finish. It, yeah. it was just, but for just, like, these Call of Duty tactical people... They just go down to the Army Navy surplus store or order from Amazon or something and just put all this shit on and think they're some kind of badass. Just in the in the replies, like they were, they called out like real military, blah blah blah, and people replying with like stormtrooper pictures. Can I wear this? Yes, you stupid fuckers. Those are from. If someone manages to successfully shoot up a place in a stormtrooper costume, that's very concerning because stormtroopers have terrible aim. <laughs> the E sixty six blaster was just real shit. Like if we played uh, Dark Jedi Dark Forces. It's terrible. And like people are like, look, I'm literally a communist who wants to arm women and minorities and support into fascists and own like ten guns. But if you're crying over this, you're a dumbass. Yeah, you know. It's just, they just wanted to throw things out there. I mean, people when we did it, people were like, oh, Furry Fiesta is banning cosplay of Judy Hopps. I'm like, well, Judy Hopps doesn't carry a gun, you know? And then You're allowed to bring your taser. Too. And your All you have to pen. do is, like, paint yourself gray and, you know, put on bunny ears, and you'll be a <laughs> lot further along in being okay. You're allowed to dress as a cop, but only if you're fuckable. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, the 
ever classic German Shepherd personas in shambles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Besides, I, if they were real, they would be Malinois. Malinois, not German Shepherds. <laughs> just, it's unfortunate that that aesthetic is so overtaken by fascists, but also with mass shootings and threats and all this shit towards cons. Mm. Like, we're kind of done with it. Yeah, it's like we're, we're tired of this nonsense. We also need to take a legitimate threat seriously. Yeah. Yeah. But the whole deal is that like these guys walking around in their tactical gear looking like a mass shooter that's just putting people on edge for no reason yeah you're not being creative or interesting you're just scaring dudes i'm pretty sure that's their intent yeah i want to be scary so that people like get nervous and don't want to come here i don't know it's i want to be scary so that people avoid me I wonder why I don't have friends. Why don't my friends want to talk to me? And then you have the people that like pretend to shoot first shooters and be like, I'm going to hunt you down. Because, I mean, you have people that post that shit. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, furries need to be hunted down. And then you have people showing up in tactical gear. What are you going to see? You're going to be like, oh, is this person here to actually do that? You know, we, we live in Texas. Mm-hmm. People make threats like that. People yeah. do try to intimidate groups that they don't like with guns yeah with our non-existent gun control laws it's like you know it's up to like the individual venues to be like no we don't want guns here you know as an attendee i don't want to necessarily see that shit like there was a tactical group dressed up as scp guys at anthrocon this year that i kind of gave the side eye to so tangenting onto siesta i we heard as we were packing out that the Hyatt was putting up, I think it's the 30.5, 30.6, 30.7 signs uh-huh. prohibiting concealed carry, all the carries. Good. Oh, yeah. okay. Cool. So that's, they were putting up those signs everywhere as we were la- leaving. I mean, they don't want people bringing their shit to a landmark. I mean, I, mean, I don't want there was, there was uh, a guy Ajax saw who was here for some third party thing and had a big ass belt knife on his back and he pointed it out to this hotel security and they went and like confiscated that guy or t- told him to like take that to his room and fuck off wow but like it wasn't an attendee but you know dudes in texas like i got a big old belt knife what you gonna do That's that for? Legal. So you can carry swords in public yeah, you can carry a fucking big old mace with nails in it if you want but should you Probably not. One day they'll make a board with a nail in it so big it will destroy them all. <laughs> yep. They're just getting ready for World War Four, and it's fought with sticks and stones. Yeah. <sighs> so, guys, it is past an hour ten on the Raw. Now we can talk about other media shit. Like, hey, Star Trek, it's really good. Yes. Yes. Watched, finished the season. The crossover episode is really good of Star Trek. I even liked the musical. The musical one was really good. I liked it. Both mm-hmm. Panther and I enjoyed it. It was yeah. just that, why are we singing? I, I do <laughs> think it's really funny how they alternated the episodes, because it was like, Lower Decks crossover, war, musical episode, season finale. PTSD. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This episode about dealing with characters' PTSD from the Klingon War. Oh, you wouldn't have seen this. And Dr. Mbenga to... is secretly, like, a badass. I said, I, really she, I said this badass. to the chat that... Uh, being Savarin with Ajax. Oh yes. 
<laughs> yeah, it's the it's... Uh, for those at home. It's the pink house and the black house, and it says "Strange New Worlds." And on the black house, it says "Also Strange New Worlds," and they're right next door to each yeah, other. Yeah, because there are some very, very different episodes, and it can vary wildly between weeks. <laughs> yeah, because it went the yeah, Strange New Worlds, um, serious PTSD musical finale. Yeah, I'm wondering if the writers' room was like, "How about we structure this season like a roller coaster?" Or at least, <laughs> if you watch, mean, if you're binging this, let's give them something to to breathe a little lighter after that last one because woof. Yeah, yeah. Foundation season two is also really good so far. Uh, we're halfway through the season at this point, and it's a really good spy thriller kind of thing, suspense, conspiracies, and mm-hmm. stuff. So, like, you've got two main parallel storylines going on and like they're both really good so far i believe uh ahsoka comes out in a couple of weeks yep i can't wait her and the mandalorian chick who's also apparently like force sensitive mandalorian chick from uh rebels yeah uh sabine ran sabine yeah I think I'm going to have to re- refresh which one that yeah, is. But she Ashoka's... was a teenager who oh, did all the graffiti. Yeah. Yeah. It, they graffitied up that TIE fighter together. Yep. yep. Well, like, you have, like, the main character guy, the main character from Rebels is just basically missing in action. Yeah, but he appears as a hologram, a hollow message uh-huh. in one of the trailers, and he disappeared with Thrawn. Yeah, and Thrawn's in the trailers, so Ezra's totally coming back. It's just a question of when and how. Yeah, and like Sabine was in um, Rogue One, Mm -hmm. and has been in a couple other things too. No, not Not Sabine. Sabine, um, uh, Hera, Hera, Hera. Yeah, yeah, Uh, but uh, yeah, Hera's been cast. uh, What's the the purple alien guy? Zek. I don't know. Oh yeah, the the bounty hunter. No, well, no. Um, he, I don't know. He's I've... like their strongman character, the purple guy. I don't know. Uh, he's in uh, an episode of Mandalorian. Just in I the background, seen Mandalorian either. Just in the background for a couple of lines, but it does set up that oh, he exists, and he's CG, and he's voiced by the same actor that played him in Rebels. Okay, cool. Which is cool. So, so yeah, I mean, like there are a few things still coming out in the midst of the writer strike, but. Uh, I mean, they're going to run out eventually. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, fuck them all. You know, I, 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 I hope, I hope we up. hit a dearth of content. I don't care. Like the way that, like, I've seen way too many tweets on this, where it's like, there's a, a show called Reservation Dogs, and in one of the seasons, this actress plays a bit character who became quite popular, and uh, she posted. Hey, you! Uh, I played. You guys all liked my character, so and so, and reservation dogs, right? Well, here's my residual check for that: three cents. I don't know for what time period, but it was three cents. And then her follow-up post was, "But hey, weren't you a lead on this other show?" And she's like, "Why, well, yes, I was. Here's my residuals check for that show. It was like thirty-three dollars." It's like, yeah, and I mean, like. But fucking David Duchovny is on the picket line holding a sign with an alien spaceship on it and it said the residuals are out there. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, if even like, so something like 86% of people in the actors union 
don't make enough money in a year to qualify for the union's health care benefits. 86%. So that shows you what small percentage of actors are either really, really famous, you know, like people like The Rock and uh, George Clooney and such, mm-hmm. or have enough of a regular ongoing gig, like maybe like the Castle on Order or something, that they have like a reliable income like that most people are going from job to job for very little money they're paid like a one-time fee and then they get like a tiny fucking fraction of amount whenever that episode is like watched again on the stream or something like that most people are fucking struggling and the fact that like people like the company who is a household name for being in a very popular and well-known series is out there too it's like you know he's probably making he's probably living all right he's not living under a bridge or something like that but he's not like rock rich you know and it's like unless you keep racking up the hits consecutively you know you're not going to be rolling on that arnold schwarzenegger fortune I mean, for the rest what, of your life. That's what, like, a, I mean, a bunch of them get a good chunk of stuff from, like, going to cons mm-hmm. and appearance yeah. fees. Yeah, and, like, the cons take a good chunk of that, too. Or at least, like, the the booth that operates the photography, they take a big chunk of those photograph sales. Uh, but usually they keep, like, the autograph money, I think. But, yeah, that's, the, you know, cons really cover a lot of that. But, I mean, that's that's rough, especially when you're older. You're doing a lot of traveling. You're being around a lot of people. I still remember when we met uh, Dick Miller at that horror con uh-huh. I went to. And I went to shake his hand and, like, dude was, like, 80-something by then. And I swear I felt his fucking hand bones grinding, you know. <laughs> and I just was like, oh, my God, you're so weird and fragile, you know. And, like, and this that was before COVID. Yeah. Like, you know, fucking like, cause like Stan Lee was out there still doing cons, and he was he he hit ninety when he passed away yet, or I don't remember. He was in his eighties or nineties, and he was still out there doing fucking cons and shit like that. And you know, I have no doubt that that kind of shit will just run you down when you're elderly. traveling like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always being in hotels and stuff like that. You know, it's not it. It's it looks glamorous, at, but it's ultimately like people want to do it because they love the craft of acting. They didn't. Most of them didn't do it to get rich. It is certainly not a way to get rich quick. And some people that have broken out with a big role had already like been doing it for twenty or thirty years. They just happened to get lucky. And get like a steady gig or a movie that accidentally took off or something like that. So, but yeah, no, the studios have all the power and all the money and they don't want to share it. And you have a fucking asshole like Bob Iger saying, oh, their, their, their requests are unreasonable while he's sitting in a $28 million mansion. Like, fucking fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. They kind of want to eat. I'm sorry if that seems like unreasonable to you. Yeah. Exactly. Like Bob Iger Lisa the needs Disney braces. <laughs> and what? Is Bob Iger the Disney guy? I lost track yeah, of who he yeah. is. Yeah, if I recall he is. It's like also like um there's some rumblings that the like uh I forget what they're actually called. 
It's like the CGI animation people mm-hmm. uh, or no, VFX, like the VFX artists are looking into unionizing um, because Marvel Disney is particularly bad about this. Apparently, like like all these streaming shows that we've been enjoying ever since like WandaVision, they have apparently just been working their VFX teams to the bone and they get a flat rate per week, which means doesn't matter if you work 40 hours, doesn't matter if you work 80 hours, you get the same amount of money. And then they do the extreme crunch shit that video games do because they're like, this has got to be ready to go by X date because we've done all this promotion. It's got to be ready to hit the streaming site. But apparently that has been the case on a lot of the recent MCU stuff. So it's like, you know, these movies and shows make a fortune and you know fuck it if we have we're already waiting like a year or two between seasons of shit like fuck it if i have to wait another six months to see loki season two or something you know don't overwork your people and fucking pay them what they're worth like it's not that hard you know like yeah we act like we're all content starved all the time and shit but it's like seriously if i didn't have something to watch for a night pick up a book Go outside, have sex. It, whatever. If you're if you're three white guys, start a podcast. <laughs> oh man, you know the world totally needs more of us. Totally, yeah. Like one. At day, least we got there on the ground floor 15 years ago. What <laughs> never made money since. We we are going to form a podcasters union and and sue Apple for 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 not. <laughs> I don't, I don't, fuck, I don't work. I mean, you could literally do, like, the Patreon thing through Apple, but we're not gonna do that, because, I mean, honestly, who's paying for this shit? <laughs> no, I mean, but, like, we do appreciate our patrons, but it's not like we're really out there pushing the money, like, we appreciate the support, but, nah, we're, we're not trying yeah, to... Yeah, like, if we worked really hard, and, you know, had content, but who wants to do that? I mean, we didn't record last week because of a con, and, like, if we really had that hustle grind set, we could have done something somehow. <laughs> I don't know how, but we could have done it. Well, you two would have been downtown, so I, you know, like, got on fucking Zoom or something and done it from home. Ugh, oh, got the, this, um... Take the train in. This headline I saw recently was saying Zoom is forcing their workers to return to office, and um, somebody replied... Why does Zoom need an office? <laughs> it's a good question. It is, yeah. Anyway, any, any, sorry I rambled and ranted and shit. Um, anything else, Zavin? No, we should probably wrap it up. It's 9.30 and I'm old and tired and have to be up early tomorrow to do my breaks on my car. Okay, so on that note, support the unions. Fuck the rich. <laughs> Patreon.com slash SouthPawsCast. Buy some books for Planet.com. Um, and then we'll... Well, actually, I don't think we have any conventions until Fiesta or FC next year. Not doing Midwest? Not for, well... Fuzz and I aren't going to Midwest. Yeah, we don't go to Midwest. Um, That's a tearing job. For Planet goes to Midwest, but Saverin and I are not on that job. Uh, Yeah. So next con for Saverin and I will be FC. Yeah. Um, Kind of all to think about, but that's how it be. So yeah, on that note, good night. And buy books.